All right, guys, welcome back. I'm sitting here across from my good friend here, Gary Hale. And uh, Gary, what you been up to today, man? You've been up to something because you 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 rolled in a little late, but that's okay. Yeah, I kept you waiting. Uh, I'm sorry about that. No, it's all good, man. No, it, it's been good. It's been a good Friday. I mean, I uh, had to go over to the school and fill in for uh, one of our teachers that's gone. So uh, we were talking about truth over there. What is truth? Uh, and who can know it? You know, you know, my wife has had some very cool opportunities over there recently, just yeah. teaching, making them think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, smart kids. And, uh, you know, having been over there in, in, in the educational system, what they're, you know, growing up and uh, being exposed to. Um, yeah, there's some thinkers over there. Well, and you got kind of two things going on. You've got a cultural element, uh, yeah. just, you know, being the Dominican Republic, but you also have kind of a cool side that it's not your typical Christian school as you would think of Christian school in the States. Most, a lot of times Christian school in the States is, uh, a lot of kids from the same church that go to the Christian school. It's kind of a, yeah. an extra arm of the church where here it's actually, um, kind of a, a real outreach into the community. They're pumping out some pretty good, um, graduates that are they're going into some great fields, so it's, it's well known in the area. But it's a tremendous opportunity too for um, evangelism too. Yeah, um, it's an evangelistic. So it would be what some people would used to call open enrollment, and, you mm-hmm. know, in that sense that mm-hmm. uh, you have uh, students that come in that do not know the Lord, uh, but they agree to you know play play in our sandbox with our rules, you know, and then uh, you know along the way they're introduced to Christ. And uh, many have placed their fa- their faith in Christ, and uh, you know, in a few minutes, you're going to be here um, at youth group, and many of the students that are at the school are also yeah. uh, coming over here at youth group in the high school age, especially. And so that's a it's a great overlap. Well, and then one step up too on Sunday, I have university students, Correct. and I've got a lot of those that are graduates from Las Palmas too, yeah. and. Uh, and they are quite contributors to the group too. I mean, I like, uh, I like the, the, the critical thinking skills and, and things mm-hmm. that they've learned there. And then they see things, um, from, you know, they, some biblical worldview. It's good. Yeah. It's good, no, good. That, that, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, you can imagine what it would be like without having the Las Palmas here mm-hmm. in the city. Um, you, you know, you would, you would see a, you would see a, a, a difference oh, yeah. in the students. Well, and you know, I'm going to say this too, as a parent missionary, I'm going to say kind of all together, um, for us, we've loved it. We've absolutely loved it. One of the things that we have, um, my wife said yesterday, we went to Price Mart yesterday to get some stuff and something to bingo on our way back. And she said, uh, she said, babe, I love it here. She yeah, said, I just, I, you know, she said, we struggled at first to get her landing gear down with COVID and all that kind of stuff. And everything was on lockdown. She says, but now that we have kind of a rhythm and now that we have a, a schedule, my, you know, she walks out of her class and sees my boy, my boys, you know, Ellie too, but engaging with other people, they have friends, you know, those are, those are important things. And so, um, it's just a, a good place as a missionary to raise your children. Um, you know, there's things, uh, my family in Africa, they don't have that there. They don't have a Christian school. Mm-hmm. And so in many ways, their kids are, are more isolated. And so, right. Um, I'm very appreciative of that ministry just for the sake of my family and my kids. So, yeah, so that's awesome. So, I mean, um, I mean, that's kind of what we want to talk about a little bit today is uh, opportunities to come here and be, be part of a team and, uh, you know, what, what might be some areas of, of need. Absolutely. I think we can, we can highlight a lot of stuff because we've got some, some 
real pressing stuff right away, but I would say just about anybody that's looking to minister if God's was moving in their heart, there's different places here where you can plug in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if you say, Hey, listen, I'm not real good at talking to people, but I can weld and I can do this, that, and the other. There's just, uh, there's, it's so multifaceted that I don't think any one missionary does just one ministry. I think they're <laughs> spread, right. spread out over various ministries. So if somebody came in and dedicated to one particular thing, I think they could do a wonderful job. And so we figured we'd just kind of throw out and, and kind of highlight what's going on here in the ministry, what the, what the, the, the pressing needs are. And then kind depressing of depressing or pressing, no, pressing, pressing, oh, not sometimes, depressing. Sometimes it's depressing. Well, well it might be de- <laughs> depressing. It would be depressing if you can't get somebody to come, uh, come help out. But anyway, so, um, you know, off the top of my head, I know that the uh, lighthouse, uh, the girls, um, now they, I read today that they have somebody pending coming into them, but those are girls that have come from some pretty rough backgrounds and, uh, trauma situations. Um, We've got two ministries here and through the Air Vision that work directly with actually three, but uh, or sorry, I'm sorry, two that work directly with uh, troubled. The, the Lighthouse Ministry is with teens, and then also we have uh, Mercy here that deals with women, uh, older women, and so. Uh, but right now they're looking for some house parents for the the Lighthouse. Or actually, uh, Life House. Life. I thought life it was house. Light. Sorry, Life House. I'm in the, I've been in the group. You're going to the wrong home. Yeah. You? <laughs> You've been ministering to the wrong kids. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Either that or I need to go back through my, uh, my phonics class, Life House. Yes. Yes. But, uh, yeah, you know, we are looking for, um, uh, house parents, uh, the house parents that have been there for about a decade mm-hmm. are stepping back from that in order to concentrate on their church plant, uh, which is a church plant that, um, you know, kind of started from out here from, from EBIM, the, the main church, but they, they went out, uh, beyond the property that we have outside of the city and, uh, what we call vision land in about 15 or 20 minutes is another little small town uh, out that way. And so they planted that church and part of our missionary team is out there, uh, assisting with that. Well, they wanted to dedicate more time yeah. you know, toward that. And it, you know, 10 years in a, uh, raising uh, children from uh, trauma situations uh, takes a toll on on you, and so I think they're they just they need to go into a season of rest. Also, as, yeah. as far as that aspect of things. Well, and Sarah and I went out there to do some ministry stuff. We took some pictures of the girls. They wanted to get dressed up and all that. And um, I know there was this little broke my heart really. Um, I know one of the girls wouldn't even make eye contact uh, when we were taking her picture, and didn't you're you know, scary. Yeah, well, that's true. I'm ugly too, so <laughs> that's a double. That's yeah, a double, double whammy. <laughs> but you know what? You you have no idea what they've been through, and you know, Sarah and I were as we're going through the pictures, that kind of jumped out at us, and I thought, man, you know, that's so definitely there is a need there. Now they they I did read that they potentially do have somebody that might be right now, or do you know anything about that? Uh, I'm not I'm not sure. They, they you know, there's a process there that they have to go through. So how how far that person is um, to actually signing on the dotted line, so to speak. I don't know. Well, and and there's always potentials to help. I mean, because I know that we've been out there on occasion too, where you don't have to be the dedicated house parent. You just spend some time with some kids and invest in their lives and they love it. They absolutely love it. They've come to youth group a couple of times and they have thoroughly enjoyed it here. Youth group with us. And then we've been out there and done some stuff with them. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, ideally in a perfect world, uh, it would be a Dominican uh, husband and wife Mm -hmm. uh, who would, treat them as extended family, right? You mm-hmm. know, as part of their, a bigger family and, and they would raise them in the context of a, a family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've never wanted to have an institution, 
uh, atmosphere where you have 50 or 70 kids and they're, you know, all in bunk beds. And, you know, we did, we never wanted to go that route. We always wanted to keep it in the, in, in the family context. Now, um, you know, being able to find a family that can do that uh, for what we can support them at mm-hmm. is, is another challenge. So, you know, it may be something where single, since these are girls, it'd be, you know, a single lady, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a, um, a widow or a single lady that could either be the house mom or could be a help. Like you, like you mentioned, yeah. you know, maybe if you find the house mom or the parents, then uh, there there's always a need to alleviate because this is 24 hours a day. You know, this isn't just a, a Monday through Friday, you know, uh, it, it's 24 hours a day. And so even the house parents, they need a break too. Yeah. If, if they're going to be able to survive the, the long haul and be fresh and be, um, uh, you know, be able to give out uh, as they need to 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 the girls. Uh, they need breaks as well, and so you need help yeah. uh, to come in and, and you know watch the kids or take them out on, on a field day or something like that. So yeah. yeah, so there's definitely room to pour in out there for sure. I mean, sure. there's a place where whether you whether God leads to be a full time person, um, you know, if God brings in a Dominican family, a husband, a wife, or sure. single, you know, here. Uh, there's still room for yeah. somebody to plug into that ministry. Yeah, even really an American to. family that could come, and uh, or if there was someone that that was particularly talented in in sharing the vision for that and wanted to to raise money for that. You know, there's always you're always limited. Um, it seems like you're always limited by you know how much funds you have. Oh yeah, you know that's just one of the walls it's, that you face. Isn't that so, the story of life and just about yeah. everything? So. Yeah, so it applies here too. So yes, that's one area. So if someone were listening to this and and um, you know they have a heart for orphanage rescue foster type ministry. Uh, you know, they might want to uh, give us a shout and, yeah. and, and, and check us out. Um, there might be an opportunity for them. And come down and come visit us. I mean, yeah. uh, even if it's not a fit, you can always come and check it out and uh, get a firsthand. One thing I appreciated before we came is Gary said, hey, come come, come look at the ministry first. Don't make any decisions. Don't make any hard and fast. Uh, come see us first and then then see how God leads. And so that's, a, that's wide open. I know another one that we've talked about some, um, and it is – uh, is the sports ministry here mm-hmm. that really um, has really opened some serious doors into mm-hmm. our community. Uh, I saw the pictures from last Sunday and mm-hmm. we pretty much had the place packed out here on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, and lots of people from the community. In fact, even our neighbors, I've gotten to talk to the neighbors here that live right across the street. And that's been kind of neat because just said, Hey man, if, if you hear bouncing, you know, bouncing basketballs, come on over. You're welcome to, you're welcome to come mm-hmm. hang out over here. And so, um, that's kind of been something that's woven us into our community. Um, but Mark and Patty came here um, with uh, a vision, but it, they, they know they're not going to be here forever. And I was just talking to Mark at the gym the other day, and he just, you know, we talked about kind of passing that mantle and not that they're leaving right away, but yeah. but he definitely wants it to, to pour into somebody and pass that on to somebody. And so, uh, man, that's a huge, huge, huge investment into the community here and Really, the expansion possibilities of that are just, um, I mean, totally wide open. Oh, totally yeah. wide open. Yeah, you know, somebody wrote a book. Uh, it was a business book years ago called um, uh, Blue Ocean Strategy. And basically, it was just talking about how uh, these companies like Apple, they don't they don't uh, swim in the water, the shark-infested uh, uh, blood, you know, bloody waters. They, mm-hmm. they go out to open ocean. And they create their own, you know, market. And so, you know, you look at the the uh, Apple and, uh, you know, you see all the, the stuff that they've invented and have become leaders in that. Well, in here in, in, in ministry, 
you know, there's really not a whole lot being offered in yeah. in sports ministry. And so right. it's like we get to create the market. We get to create, um, I mean, the the people are there. And by offering a, a sports ministry that's organized, where you have volunteers that that are doing this out out of just pure love, mm-hmm. you know, pure love. I mean, I don't think there's nobody in this ministry that's getting paid to do that other than, you know, Mark getting, you know, support. Right. But, but those I, I mean, support, I mean, he's, but Mark being like what, seven, 72 years old, yeah. there could be a lot of places in the world he could be right now. I mean, <laughs> boy, he's boy. not here for the, for the, the money. No. And he's laid up right now, man. He's been going yeah. to the chiropractor, but so, um, those things have been the little minor, uh, uh, reminders to him. I talked to him a couple weeks, about two weeks ago at the gym, we were leaving the gym. He works out the same place I do. And, and I said, Hey man, you really not now. I said, I know you're busy, but I said, maybe first of the year, we got to talk about putting some classes together so that we can kind of pass this along. And he said, yeah, he said, I've been thinking about that a lot. He said, you know, he says, uh, we love it here, but he says, we also have to consider the the future too, being able to leave this in somebody's hands and have a complete. So this is, this is huge. And, and honestly, it, just to kind of give you an idea, this is something we've got a basketball court here. We've got, we could use it as volleyball as well right, right. here at the church. So we, we can bring them in centrally, but, uh, man, in 10 minutes or less, I mean, you can kind of be out, uh, in, you can be on the sticks a little bit and you can get into communities in that way. If you wanted to invest in some kids mm-hmm. in areas like that, maybe have some Bible clubs that are around sports. Um, obviously baseball here is absolutely huge, but I guarantee if you show up with the ball anywhere, you could get kids to play something, um, yeah. soccer or whatever. Um, and they're getting and, and behind the scenes. I don't know if you've heard, but we're, uh, there's a uh, program being put together for soccer. Okay. That will, will actually be out, out on vision land. Uh, with the soccer field that recently was uh, sodded, you know, uh, last year. And so, yeah, there's just tremendous opportunities. So what would somebody need to be? Well, they, uh, to, to be a part of this, they would need to obviously have a love for the Lord and, mm-hmm. uh, be missions minded that they would, uh, consider coming here and serving at, at some level, in some level of the sports ministry. Uh, that may just be at first, just a, a willing hand and a um, you know open heart to just serve where there are needs. Someone that would just be a coach, yeah. you know, um, uh, you know, volunteer to serve. Now that could turn into being a director because, like you said, I mean, with all these different sports, uh, you know, we're already to the point where where if Mark could hand the basketball ministry off, yeah. then he could concentrate on starting other things. And so, you know, you're, you're developing leadership uh, throughout the whole ministry. That's what you're trying to do. Anyway. And honestly, regardless of how God leads, because it, you wouldn't have to go very far, uh, even if you were considering an, a, a new church plant, you know, yeah. within 15 minutes of here, 20 minutes of here, people that, that wouldn't come here, but maybe in their community, because, you know, obviously in Latin America, a lot of times things are limited by transportation and things that mm-hmm. are available to them. So you could do maybe a little bit more of a rural, uh, you know, plant very easily here. And sports would be a huge into a community that you could use. And we've got really, honestly, Mark's the best of the best right now, as mm-hmm. far as, you know, he teaches his skills. It's very organized. He teaches them things that are use, you know, useful as far as sports are concerned. But it is purely Bible centered, and yeah, very Bible centered. There's yeah. always a devotional. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always and and everything kind of builds as the parents coming in to see the kids and be there with the kids at the practice, and so there's always 
the kids are always being loved on. The kids are always being, you know, and the and the even the stories he he has put together, just excellent. There's a flow. There's an order. Mm-hmm. Everything is well organized, and it's, it's something that either somebody could come in and look towards the future of really being a help with the church here, or take that very tool and take it out somewhere else and and use it to build. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're here for just a couple of weeks and observing uh, these kids, you know, that are nine, ten, eleven years old. And you see the progress and you see them getting excited about the progress. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and that makes them, uh, I think a little bit more open to what we're saying on, on, on other things, uh, as far as, uh, the Bible and the Lord and, and, uh, you know, having a relationship with him and just the different topics that are applicable to them that were, that, you know, Mark is sharing and, and has it in the, the curriculum. Yeah. It's a very well run organized program. You know, sometimes I think sports ministry, has been just throw out a ball in the court, uh, let them play, let them kill each other, and then at the end have a uh, devotion. Have a devotion, and mm-hmm. okay, that's sports ministry. And Mark doesn't see it that way. And uh, you know, I, I guess it would be the same as what we would look at Las Palmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some people think a Christian school is you know just putting verses on the wall and you know memorizing some verses and, and that's it. And um, you know, Miss Lynn, the director of Las Palmas, sees that uh, Christian education is much more than just putting verses on the, the wall. Oh, yeah. You and you, you have to really understand the culture here because it took us some time to figure that out. You've got kids from a diversity of backgrounds. Maybe the kids are Christian. Maybe mom and dad aren't. Maybe you have a split home. Maybe you have, um, you know, there there are a lot of things that... Um, you know, <laughs> Matt from your church came to our university Bible study and the other day, and as he was leaving, we were talking about, you know, just the diversity of culture. And I said, cause some of the topics that got brought up were kind of interesting. And, yeah. and he, and I said, well, you know, let me throw a couple curveballs at you. This is the kind of stuff that we deal with. And he's like, oh, wow, I never, you know, this is not even stuff we think about in the state. So the, the open door for ways to pour in is just incredible. Nothing, don't think of any of these ministries through a United States of America context, yeah. because really you have a tremendous and you, you, but you also have a relational culture too, that as you build relationships with these people, um, I don't know. It's just different than it is in the States. Um, yeah. Oh, well, the sports ministry. I mean, there are, there are sports here. There are open courts. Mm-hmm. There are leagues, but it's not really done from the benefit of the kid. Right. You know? Yeah. And so somebody's either getting paid or, um, you know, it's just something they're doing and, and, and they've never really thought maybe why they're doing and, and how to teach the fundamentals and how to help the kids progress. It's just, uh, just referee, you know, it's just, Babysitting almost. Yeah. And this is truly teaching them skills and letting them play and have uh, healthy competition, you know, trying to, you know, trying to win and then uh, dealing with when you lose and, and being good sport, uh, you know, uh, having good sportsmanship. And so you just see all these little things that are teaching life lessons rolled up into sports. Sports yeah. is a universal language. I mean, any culture you go into in the world, uh, there is some sort of sport mm-hmm. that they're playing. I mean, even in the indigenous tribes in the middle of the jungle, they'll have some sort of uh, ball game or some sort of game that they're playing. <laughs> Pin the tail on the monkey. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> they might be. I mean, shoot the foreigner. I don't yeah. know. But, uh, <laughs> Boil and eat. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But I mean, everybody, it's a universal language There's uh, it, as is music. Yeah. And so if you can tap into that. So if you're a coach out there listening and you're like, man, I love soccer or I love baseball or whatever. I just love them all. And, uh, you know, you've thought about missions. There's a place here on the team that you could come and you could learn from one of the best. I mean, Mark, 
Uh, Mark used to do this for his church in Rochester, New York, uh, a large Baptist church up there that had a sports ministry. And, man, they had hundreds and hundreds of kids in this. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a, you can tell that it, it's, it, it was, was a well-oiled machine. well-oiled machine. And so we're getting Mark now at this season of ministry where he's got all this experience and he's he's – uh, sacrificially giving it to to us, you yeah. know, helping us, you know, start something. He could be in a lot of other places, so he's got the know how to do this. Well, you know what the cool thing is too. Um, you don't have to be this super social person either. That you know, you get up in front of people. A lot of people are intimidated by that. But what Mark said, you know, when they did this years ago in uh, in Rochester, he said, you know, sometimes you just need people to sit in the bleachers and just talk to people, open up a yeah. conversation. So. I mean, you don't have to be the director, but there yeah. is so many places here that you could plug in and even just that ministry and just yeah. by building relationships with people could open huge doors here in sure. the community. Yeah, there's that. Uh, I would also bring up, you know, there's always a need for uh, teachers at Las Palmas to mm-hmm. teach their subject matter in English because yeah. it's a bilingual Christian school, especially in the upper grades are learning uh, many of their subjects in English. So it's possible you could come here without even knowing Spanish, and and you'll pick up you know Spanish. And again, along the yeah, way. and even then, again, if you if if you're willing to you know be pliable and and you're willing to grow and learn a different culture, um, I mean, there is uh, just the evangelistic opportunities and discipleship opportunities are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, my university group. Well, I mean, I'm here with the teens too, so we're here yeah. with the teens tonight. But they span they span the gap. I mean, they you've got some side that just doesn't seem like they have much desire at all, but you have others. Man, you talk about working through some Bible verses, uh, eyes perk up, and they really listen. They participate, and so um, there's a tremendous opportunity to pour into people's lives and just walk with them that walk of faith of of growing and discipleship, mm-hmm. and um, you know. And sometimes I think we think of ministry as official titles and you could be, you could be so busy here and not carry one official title. Uh, if you know what I'm saying, you could just plug in and be a helper. Um, I know too that around here, just with the, the immensity of things that go on between the basketball and the sports and things here at church, just somebody who was good. You know, you say maybe, maybe somebody says, Hey, I can't talk to some real well, but you know, I can weld, I can do carpentry. I mean, there is always, always. Um, you know, needs oh, here. And um, then, then out on Vision Land, on any of the properties, I mean, truly, if you were a, a fix-it yeah. guy, uh, I think you could stay, I think you could stay busy, um, mm-hmm. like pretty much full-time yeah. in fixing problems, uh, coming up with solutions that, you know, that uh, the ministries have, mechanical needs and things like that. I mean, from carpenter to, you know, welder, I mean, yep. all those things are, are needed. So just, just yeah. be just be willing to be uh, culturally challenged a little bit. Um, you know, they don't. We not everything is done by OSHA. <laughs> OSHA, well, no, pro- no, no. No, OSHA wouldn't <laughs> make it very long here. I, I mean, had we'd to, have so many violations. I had to uh, fix my pump the other day, and I'm looking underneath my pump where they've spliced all the cables and stuff together. And, you know, there's just like bare wires sticking out in different right. places, and I had to bleed some some water out of the line because it filled the tank up and it wouldn't build pressure. Right. And uh, so I'm just sitting there thinking, man, my dad would. Yeah, my dad yeah. would die if he saw this but it's just i mean that's just life outside of the u.s sure. it's it's you look up at the, the 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 light poles you look around i mean you just see but it works and it one, works one, one last thing i would say on this is that on some of these things you could come down for a short time you know i don't know you know people might be semi-retired or you know in a in between jobs and they have some time off i mean we really could use in some of these situations i mean like a maintenance guy 
uh, or a carpenter. If you want to come down and do a few projects. Yeah, you come down for a few. And so more than just a week, which is fine, but maybe you could stay for a month or two Mm. months or three months. You know, a season. And we can so. easily help you find uh, lodging and place to stay. We can help yeah. you figure out those things too. So we got yeah, we yeah. always got feet on the ground, and we can figure out places. Yeah, we're, so. we're gonna we're gonna watch out for you. It's to our benefit that you go back alive. That's <laughs> <laughs> good for recruiting. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, listen, guys. This there's lots of opportunity. Check us out drvision.org. Um, and man, if if you feel like God's leading you towards the area of missions, or particular in what we're doing here, I mean, we'd love to have you a part of the ministry here. Um, this this little podcast is a little bit shorter, but uh, as I was talking to Gary, you know, just always need here, and the ministry is always expanding. And there's been, you know, we've had some missionaries fade off, and others are fading back, you know, others fading on. And so, as God kind of shifts those things around, there's always needs and in, in places to to fill in. But um, whether you feel like you're a good communicator or not, uh, there's plenty of places to plug in, and God can definitely use what uh, your talents are to invest in His kingdom here. And so. Um, if you even have an inkling of a desire, get a hold of us uh, through drvision.org and uh, we'll or, or the Facebook page. Or the Facebook, okay, drvision, yep. and uh, check us out. Come, come down here and spend a week or so. And just, just get to know us. And, and if the the nice thing, a few podcasts back, we talked about, you know, you can come here and chill a little bit and still see a lot of parts of the ministry. Uh, you don't have to be working twenty four seven. You can come down and have some days of. A relax and and fun, but you can also have some ministry time as well. Check it out and see if that's where God's leading you. So, yeah, come on. All right, come get us. Come <laughs> come visit us. All right, that's uh, that wraps this one up. Then, so we're looking forward to seeing you when you come 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 down here to see us. Have a good. One.